Welcome back. Welcome back. Like we came yeah. from commercial break. Yeah, yeah. It's been like a week. It was a long, long commercial. commercial break. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> Good welcome evening, to episode everybody. thirty. GMHO and P. Let me get that on a shirt. Just gonna walk around with it on. So I'm gonna jump right into it. Uh, we lost some very important people. We mentioned in our last episode, you know, Aretha Franklin passed away. We all know that. Rest in peace to her. Condolences to her family. We also lost Neil Simon. We also lost John McCain as well. Neil Simon is, you know, important playwright, screenwriter. And um, everybody knows John McCain, you know, from his political views. He's a war, uh, a war hero. He was a great advocate for the safety of boxing and everything else. Um, you know, rest in peace to him as well. And also, um, throughout the week, I know plenty of you guys have heard of the uh, another, we, we call them senseless murders. I guess is what we, the term, the term we're using because they all are senseless and regardless of why it happens, it's, it's no way of getting, <clears throat> there's no way of getting a, logical reason like there's no reason to take a life never a reason never a reason to take a life but there is a there is a reason to why these people are hurting that that has a cause and unfortunately the effect is you know lives have to be lost because these people were wronged or they feel they were wronged in a way and you know I look at it as you have a negative person walking to a party. Everybody's happy at that party. But this person comes in and they find everything wrong with something. And it could be one balloon isn't inflated enough and that's enough to, you know, cause them to make it make an issue out of it and, and, and you need to hate just as much as I hate just because that balloon isn't inflated and they try to infiltrate every everyone else's happiness with their hatred and if they don't and if that isn't reciprocated then they hate everyone in the room and they want everyone in the room to feel their pain so they're going to pout they're going to complain they may drop something or break something or you know make a inappropriate comment about something or some something like that that's a mild case of going as far as to pull a weapon on someone or to set off a bomb or, you know, to, to do anything like that. But the one I'm referring to is a shooting that happened in Jacksonville um, during a Madden tournament. And ironic enough, you know, I, I play Madden. I've been playing Madden for um, 35. I remember playing Madden in the 80s a version of it because it wasn't like this big this big movement as it is as it has been in these last years but you know that's not that's not the reason why you know I'm talking about it but like I said I was playing Madden at this at that particular moment when I got the message from some people like quick turn on the news or um look on YouTube or something like that and first I want to say rest in peace to Eli Clayton and Taylor Robinson, I also 
want to say rest in peace to David Katz as well. David Katz was the person responsible for the, for the senseless act. He also took his life. And Eli Robinson was a young, was a young gamer. And I, I can't recall his, his gamer tag. I, I honestly can't. But I, I did I did play against him once, like last last year last year's Madden. It was a pretty close game, but I I do remember his gamer tag. I just it just can't call me. I believe it's spot me please or something like that. But um and Taylor Robinson as well. He was also a husband and a father. And he was also an avid gamer too. Like both of those gentlemen were well known. Well actually all three of those gentlemen were well known in the Madden community. And um, David Cass was also a champion one year as well. He won himself a regional. He got a nice, I believe it was $10,000 check. But also Eli Clayton and Taylor Robinson were champions as well. So I, it goes back because, you know, my wife and I have said on this podcast plenty of times, before you act, seek. You know, before you act, seek. Seek help. Seek a word. Seek a handshake from someone. Because you never know the person that you're looking across from. Or one of those people that you pass by who's who looks down or something like that. And I'm not saying, you know, like when my wife goes out or when I go out we see people who you know look like they need somebody to talk to that could be that could be dangerous as well but you know yeah, buddy. right you know I'm not I'm not saying just go out there and look for somebody that looks sad and give them a hook <laughs> I'm not saying that but I've also met great friends of mine doing exactly that someone who was sad in front of me I, I gave him a hug and then I announced does anybody else need to feel love today and you know off of that act, you know, my wife and I and our family have have two have a, two more people who are a very welcome addition to our family. So, and you know, to get back to to what I was what I was talking about, that individual, they say he was at the tournament. Like I said, he was a, he was a champion. So he you know he's won before, and you know Madden isn't just one of those games you can just pick up and and, and immediately. Know what you're doing. You know, so you can't just sit. You can't just walk to a room with people playing mad and sit down in front of you, pick it up, and there you go. I'm 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 great at it. It takes time. Like I said, I've been playing Madden pretty much all of my life, and there are so many more people out there better than me. It's ridiculous, but I'm also better than a lot of other people. But like that's not saying anything against anybody else or the reason why I'm discussing this. I'm discussing this because everyone there had a certain skill. Everyone there was a champion in their own right. So and plus David Katz, he he had he he has a belt, you know, that that so many players want. So many so many Madden players reach for and stuff like that. But he was still hurting. Something he was missing in his life. The accolades weren't enough. Um, the admiration wasn't enough. Something he was missing. Everyone who described him described him as sort of, you know, isolate, loner, stuff like that. He didn't really talk to people while he was gaming with them, you know, through online play and stuff like that. And even the gentleman that beat him 
luckily he had, luckily he he managed to live. And um, the gentleman to beat him after he beat him, he was you know he reached to shake his hand, you know, good game. As most most gamers do, we always send a message, you know, GG, good game or whatever. But a lot of the times, you get met with hatred, or you get met with you know derogatory words and stuff like that from these people who you don't even know. You know, you may be the person who lost the game. You sent the message out, hey, good game. They may send you back a message saying, you know, you a bum, you don't deserve to play, you can't play, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Anything to demean you. So maybe, maybe this particular person, David Katz, just got too many of those messages where he was trying to be a good person and maybe he got so many hate, too many hate messages. Or maybe it was his it was his personal life outside of gaming. Because like I said, he was a champion in back. But you know, maybe something was going on outside of that. We we may never know. And it's it's an epidemic that needs to be fixed. You know, it goes all the way. It it spills into our schools. It spills into our work life or everyday life. Like the 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 people that we see upon the news that they always say that you know I, I never thought he was like that or he didn't seem like that or this is such a shock to our community or something like that I always say in that instance if you say that you never you didn't think they were like that or he didn't seem like that or we just passed the going to get our papers or we just passed going to our cars or something like that if you don't extend your hand to at least shake your neighbor's hand, get to know that person. Maybe you'll break down a barrier. Maybe you'll open up a wall. I mean, you know, open up a door to them emotionally that they can confide in you that they won't do whatever or they won't act out or they, you know, don't have the dark and hidden secrets that these people do. You know, it always goes back to just, just, just trying to be there for one another and actually having someone to talk to. And we're going to say it again. That's not what I'm trying to say. But we're going to say it again. <laughs> we're going to say it again. We're, we're, we're small. We're a small podcast over here. But we're still people and we care. So, and not to say, once we start doing what we hope to do with this podcast we're going to lose our core we're never going to lose our core if you need to talk to someone if you don't have anyone to talk to we're open we're open to anyone anybody out there who hears my voice who hears my wife's voice who loves my banter or loves my wife's laughter her banter we're here for you we honestly are that goes from relationships to parenthood to growing up without fathers to growing up feeling isolated in your own home to going through the struggles with being awkward kids or not being accepted socially. Hey, we've been down a lot of roads. Been down a lot of roads. So we we honestly trying to we're, 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 we're not doing this for our own benefit. Wait, we are, but we're not. 
True, we are, but as big as we get, as big as we hopefully get, you guys... makes it easier for us to help somebody else. Right, it makes it easier because once we get, you know, the videos going, once we get out there to YouTube and get the podcast out there and stuff like that, we grow, you grow. We grow, you grow. So, like my wife just said... The more notoriety we get, the bigger we get, the bigger our platform and the bigger our voices and the bigger our message. We're here for, we're here for whoever, wherever, whatever. If you just need somebody to talk to, we're open. Okay. Oh, we, we thought we was going to have a special guest. There's somebody in there. Yeah, there's always somebody running through our kitchen. But anyway, um, I know I, I said last week that I was going to do an NFL episode, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do a small NFL episode right now. I'm not I'm not gonna do a full NFL episode because not everybody is a Bears fan, and my episode was gonna be just about them. But no, it wasn't. Then you can't call it an NFL. Episode. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, like I said, like I just said, I'm a Bears fan. Bardell been a Burr fan my entire life and nothing will ever change that but Aaron Rodgers just became the highest paid player in NFL history congrats to him congrats we'll see you in a couple of weeks let me borrow five dollars but congrats to him I want to say four years 134 million um, 100 million guaranteed highest NFL contract ever okay so we going back to this 100 mil guaranteed so he get a hundred million dollars, no matter what. So he go out there and get injured. Broken the up. First game, he, mm-hmm. he still gets his money. Hundred million, he is. No matter what, he ain't even threw a ball yet. And he's been he's been breaking down these past few years. He's still the greatest out there, but he's been breaking down. He's missed some time these past couple of years. So he get a hundred million, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, if he um, decide not to play, he still get that hundred million dollars. Contract, he can get it. So, okay. like I said, congrats to him. And like I also said, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. You're not playing. When you when you are part of something, no. as much as I'm a part of no. the Chicago Bears, the no. Chicago Bears. When that whistle blows, we all out there. No. That fight song is ours. It's not just the players. The fight song is ours. When Erlacher made, made it to the Hall of Fame, okay, that we was, made that was it nice. to the Hall of Fame. I liked his speech. When Erlacher made it to the Hall of Fame, we made it to the Hall of Fame. Because we support, we all, we all believe in monsters. Anyway, um... Other players got paid too. Finally, <laughs> I say finally because it took them a while. Why do you say finally? Like because they, they, they were paid dragging before? their feet. They're dragging their feet on paying these players that money. Aaron Donald, keep it. Keep keep holding it down. You'll get it. 
Le'Veon Bell, keep holding it down, you'll get it. Wait, Khalil, are these rookies? Khalil Mack, keep holding it down, you'll get it. This is the three of the top players in the league. And they're not getting paid? The fourth top player in the league that I didn't mention, I'm not saying he's number four, but Odell Beckham just got paid. It took him a while, but it got done. Wait, so as big as Odell is, he ain't been getting paid? He ain't been getting paid what he's worth. He's still on his rookie contract and his Nike contract now. But. Ooh, I take that back. So, I don't want to play football. So, like I said. They don't to, like paying people. To go back on predictions, I'm going to make it quick. Um, rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. I honestly got Saquon Barkley. Or, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Bears fan, but, uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe I just forgot his name. Oh, man. Give me a sec, y'all. I know I don't, I know I don't Google things, but give me a sec, y'all. Is it somebody we've talked about? No, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, my goodness. Dag nabbit. There we go. Anthony Miller, rookie wide receiver. I don't know where. I believe he played for Memphis. I believe. Yeah, I believe he played for Memphis. Very talented. Very outspoken. I believe he has a chance to be the offensive rookie of the year as well if utilized correctly because – I believe in Kevin White. He's had a great offseason and preseason. But Bears fans, we know, you know, we can't really put Kevin White out there and hope he'll still be out there when the game's over. So, I believe he may pull it off. Plus, Roquan Smith, a lot of a lot of people are predicting he'll win the defensive rookie of the year anyway. But the offensive rookie of the year, I believe, may go to Saquon Barkley. And honestly, I'm just saying it off of that one play he had in the preseason. Because if you haven't noticed, that's the only play he had in the preseason was that one play where he juke like three or four players on Cleveland defense and ran like 30 yards and he went to go sit down. So, uh, like he sat down for the rest of the game? So, uh, he sat down for the rest of the preseason. Oh, so, um, those are my rookies. Plus his other players too, but those three I'm keeping my eyes on. Um, defensive defensive player of the year. I was gonna go with, and once again, I hate to say this, but I gotta pick a player off of the Vikings, whether it's Griffin or Barr. Two great players. Once again, you can have you can have fourteen good games, but when y'all come play Chicago, I can't you know I can't big y'all up anymore. But player on the Bears who has an opportunity to win the defensive player of the year is either Leonard Floyd and Akeem Hicks. Either one of those players has the opportunity to disrupt just game plans, disrupt entire games. So they got the opportunity as well. And this is a theme. So, yes, I'm going to sort of kind of liking Bears to every award just because I'm a Bears fan. So, anyway. I think they got that. Um, the offensive MVP. Jordan Howard has been one of the better running backs in the league since he came into the league, and it's high time somebody noticed that. But Jordan Howard has had excellent numbers, top three running backs, uh, top three running backs to statistically these last couple of seasons. 
And plus he played with a broken shoulder last year too, so that's just tough anyway. And still got over like 1,100 yards, I believe. Um, but I do believe the offensive MVP may be Aaron Rodgers. Of course you know Tom Brady's always up there just because. But a dark horse who many people aren't really talking about, um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's still still a hell of a quarterback, still a great quarterback. Cam Newton as well. Um, Antonio Brown's out there as well as a possibility. And um, Deshaun Watson. If he continues what he did before he got hurt, look out for Houston. I've always had a little spot for Houston because of J.J. Watt, not just not because of what he does with the charities and stuff like that. But J.J. Watt's been a hell of a player for so long. And Jadevian Clowney, he had a great season last year. And if I always say, if you can get a healthy season out of the Texans, there you go. You better look out because they can right there at the Super Bowl. Um, possible Super Bowl. Once again, it's a possibility. It's just me throwing it out there. I'll put... Oh, man. Why am I having moments again? But anyways, possible... Possible Super Bowl, and this may, this may not be on a lot of people's list, but, uh man, Minnesota, Minnesota could possibly make it if everybody stays healthy. Plus, with the signing of Kirk Cousins, with all the money they gave Kirk Cousins, my goodness, um, Minnesota and I'm I'm let my wife pick an AFC team. AFC team. What's AFC? What's AFC? American Football Conference. I mean, what? What teams? Yes. Uh, teams you may know. I got the Broncos. got the Raiders, Chiefs. I don't like them. You don't like who? The Broncos. You don't like the Broncos? No. Why not? Because I don't like their colors. What, what are their colors? Blue and orange. So you don't like their colors, but... I don't like the shade of blue and orange. It looked better with the birds. Keep going. You don't like the Broncos because of their shade of blue and orange? Yeah. Yes. Okay, what about the Raiders? If the Raiders stay up, if they sign Khalil Mack. I thought I was picking this. I'm just saying. You got the Raiders. Okay, the Raiders. Uh, a, a, a dark horse team that nobody is really talking about. The Ravens. And then you got the Patriots, of course. You're going to always have the Patriots. But another AFC team that could possibly make it to the Super Bowl is the Los Angeles Chargers. And I didn't even mention the Rams in none of that, neither. I don't know why. Because they put together a hell why of a Why does LA have so many football teams? Which means so many. They only got two. The Rams. Chargers. Chargers. And ain't the Raiders in California, too? Oakland. Same. It's not considered Los Angeles. Though. But it's still the same state. True. So why they got three football teams? They got four if you want to throw San Francisco in there. I dang, I forgot about the 49ers. Why they got so many football teams in one state? I don't know. But they Probably took because ours. They, yeah, they took ours. They, they, they make a lot more money than we do in Missouri and California. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just let you know that. I mean, I understand that. <laughs> I get that. But I ain't think one state needed four football teams, but it's like kind of greedy. That's why they took the Rams. Because they greedy? Kind of greedy. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
got those teams. I I can see a Vikings Chargers Super Bowl. I can honestly see that. So all of that talk you did about the Bears, you don't think the Bears gonna make it this year? I don't see the Bears making Super Bowl noise. Playoff? Play I don't see the Bears making playoff noise. Not this season. Next season, maybe. Cause they gotta grow. Coach Coach Nagy's first year. They gotta grow. They gotta see what their identity is, whether they wanna be this offensive juggernaut or whether they wanna pound, 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 run the ball with uh with uh Howard and Cohen. Or, you know, whether they wanna put Trubisky out there as the face of the franchise, who I really I thought think he was already the face of the franchise. A lot of people say he is. Me myself, I say Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd has to stay healthy. He's at, he actually broke his hand now. He actually made play his first game in a cast. But um How I are we gonna do that? You never seen players play football with the big old cast on their hands? No. Clubs on their hands. Oh, you may not pay too much attention, but they do it all the time. But um Leonard but Floyd But don't they like what? In the field with catching the ball or mostly defensive players do it. You never seen an offensive player go out there and play with a cast. Okay, well ain't they like can't they be used to hit somebody? Yeah, of course. Of course. But um, I remember. What's the matter? What's that noise? Mm-hmm. My father, kids but, up um, there doing something. Yeah. I remember a game. Y'all could um YouTube it. Check us out on YouTube. It's a uh, Lawrence Taylor. He played a f- football game with a broken shoulder. He played a football game with one arm and got three sacks. Greatest thing I've ever seen. Ow. But anyway, um, a lot of people say Trubisky. I say Leonard Floyd. Because I still I still believe in the Bears being built on a strong running game, Jordan Howard, and a ferocious defense. Leonard Floyd coming off the edge, scurrying the hell out of the quarterback, causing quick throws right to Danny Trevathan, a cow full of smash Amos, you know, or Eddie Jackson out there. He can continue what he started in his rookie season. Like I said, everything is going to be Bears related with me, but um, <laughs> but I still don't feel that they have. Playoff aspirations, they can possibly go seven and nine. They can even go eight and eight. But if they stay healthy, who knows? Who knows? Would I love to see it? Oh hell yeah. But am I being realistic? Yes, I am. But Bears makes the Super Bowl. I ain't watching it. You Bears can't makes watch the, the Super game Bowl. Here. I may watch it in my basement by yeah, myself. You're gonna have to. <laughs> but um Michael Kendricks, he plays for the Eagles. I'm sorry. He played for the Eagles last year, got a Super Bowl ring. Now he plays for Cleveland. He just got cut by the Cleveland Browns. For what? I'm going to see. I'm going to give you three things, and I'm going to see if you can guess it. I'm going to see if you can guess it. Keep in mind, I said a football player got suspended. He beat somebody up? Well, let me give you the guesses first. Let me give you guesses. Let me give you the choices first. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you the choices. It's either domestic violence. He did it. Sorry about that. Domestic violence. Sorry about that again. Domestic violence. He beat his girlfriend. Um, Dispute with the police. Or insider trading. Football players don't know nothing about no insider trading. So, what's your choice? 
domestic violence and dispute with the police? Wrong. It was inside the trading. What was he trading? Uh, stock secrets and stuff like that, I believe. For what? Like, he had a financial advisor and he was, like, giving, like, you know, insights on stocks. And but I thought that's what financial that advisors were supposed to do. I mean, yeah, he, he trusted a friend and... You know, they say so he like the Martha Stewart thing, embezzling money or whatever. You know, whatever, whatever, something like that. But that's the first time I ever heard yeah, football player that get is like suspended for something like way that. He actually different. got like the feds came and got him. So oh, he about to go do some time. Yeah, so that was big. So, um, but yeah, so he even said, you know, trusting a friend. You know, he didn't feel that. He didn't feel that. Um, he was doing anything wrong. He was just giving friends some tips and stuff like that. He was giving his friends tips? Yeah, so that's basically like, you know, admitting guilt. If you say you didn't feel you were doing anything wrong, that's basically yeah, saying, just yo, you don't feel you doing yo wrong, I got caught, but you if know. If it's against the law, I then think it was yeah, bad. you doing so, you something know. wrong. Right. I didn't feel like it was wrong that I robbed this bank, but I guess it was wrong. I'm going to keep up with the sports. LeBron James is once again keeping his name. Keeping his name out there this summer. Um, is his name ever going to not be out there? True, exactly. Um, for those of you who didn't watch it, and I'm one of those who didn't watch it, I was going to watch it later on. It would have possibly been better had I watched it for the sake of my podcast, <laughs> but I didn't. So, okay, <laughs> um, he has a show called The Shop where he invites numerous guests to a, what up? Is this a weekly show or was it yeah, just a, a one-time show, thing? Yeah, it's a weekly show. He has a show called The Shop where he invites guests to, I believe it's a real barber shop, rather, a real barber shop. He had um, the likes of Odell, he had the likes of Draymond Green, he had Candace Parker, he had, um, he had, oh uh, my gosh, John Stewart, and a couple of other people out there, you know, just to talk I about. I think I seen Snoop on there. Snoop on there too. Talk about just issues, social issues, political side of things, stuff like that. Odell made a a comment about animal, you know, uh, something something to do with caged animals or something like that. That everybody's taking out of context. Like I said, once again, I didn't watch it, so y'all can bash me for not being as and you know as you know done my homework stuff like that because I didn't. But the reason why I possibly didn't watch it, one thing we was watching something else last night, and another thing. I forgot about it until right now. And I'm like, you know what? It's time for us to do this podcast. I'm going to go ahead and get this going. But LeBron is catching a lot of a lot of flack. Receiving a lot of backlash for, one, the profanity. Two, it's, the use of the N-word. It's a barbershop. That's how people talk in a barbershop. Three, the, the fact that Jon Stewart was the lone white guest this time. And they were basically uh, one person... Who I hate to even mention because I dislike this man, Jason Whitlock. But um, he uh, mentioned that you know they were just out there proving themselves right in front of this you know lone white man that this is how you really act. You know I you shouldn't the act like we just that. Watched. Yeah, we just watched a little bit of it. But um, and LeBron said something about not trusting white people. When like when he went to St. Vincent's St. Mary's his high school, he went there with his friends with the only with the only thing on his focus was playing basketball because he knows that 
they don't care about them other than being basketball players. But you have to look at it, look at how he grew up. So That's it, how he, that was his mentality. True. You, you grow up in the inner city or you grow up in the suburbs, you don't see a lot of different people. True. You don't see a lot of different people. So when people just, when that's the only headline that LeBron says, I'm not going to trust these white people, you need to listen to the whole thing. And if you know the person, you know why he said that. Like my wife just alluded to, him growing up in a certain area where if I don't see you, I'm going to feel that you don't care about me or I'm going to feel that you fear me or I'm going to feel that you feel that I belong here just because of the color of my skin. So when they went to the school and he's looking around and he's seeing other white people and stuff like that and they're possibly the few black faces there and they're there to play basketball, then naturally you're going to feel that they don't care about you. But when LeBron went there with that mentality, I believe that I'm not going to trust these people because they only see me as an athlete. They don't want to they don't want to get to know me as a person. But once LeBron starts showing himself as a person, that completely changed. Right. His men go ahead. But that's anybody's mentality. That's like when we went to school out in the county. True. We didn't go out there thinking this is going to be all good. No, we had our hesitations, too. Right. Because of where right. we were going and what we grew up with. And what we you grew up with. You can't knock somebody for saying how they felt in the beginning. He said that. Right. He was just being how honest. He, started. he was just being honest. He didn't because say that's how he feels now. True. Because you got, you got white people, teenagers now, who say they don't have. Uh, we just saw a preview for a, a docuseries coming on. Where this, where this, where this white student said that he only has black acquaintances, not black friends. I myself, um, a lot of people I mentioned on this podcast aren't black. Friends of mine aren't black, and a lot of people that I talk to daily aren't black. You know, I mean, but that's a, that's not saying that that's the only people you talk to. True, it's just. It's like we you, we're here for everybody. We talk to everybody. We talk so, to all types of different right. people. So when a person says that they have a certain fear of how this person is going to perceive them, I completely agree with it. Coming from both sides, black, white, you know, Native American, you know, Asian, stuff like every everybody. So I mean, when a certain person walks into a room and it's like, oh, okay, I immediately know I'm going to get looked at as this because. Of how I feel that that you feel, right? You know, if I if I'm if I'm walking down the street, I see nothing but a bunch of white people. I'm gonna naturally feel that oh, okay, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Then now, you know, we go anywhere, everywhere. We go anywhere, everywhere. I was canvassing for our church a couple of weeks ago when I see a group of a group of white people sitting there smoking and drinking and stuff like that and all of that. And I walk right up to them like I knew them. And they start speaking to me like they knew me. Hey, I just had lunch today with an older white couple, so. Right. So, I mean, so color isn't, we, 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 we color. colorblind. We, we colorblind over here. We just see people. So, I mean, we just see people. It's, so It's all about what's in your heart. If right. I feel like, if we feel like you have a genuine heart. Then fine, we can vibe with you, but exactly. 
Exactly. If you don't, then... And that's exactly how we're raising our children because that's... <clears throat> I can't speak on my wife because we've, we've been together for 20 years never had this conversation. I was brought up with the, with the notion that you were not supposed to even be in the same room with other people that weren't your color. I wasn't. And I, I didn't understand that because... I didn't get that, like, why am I supposed to hate these people? I don't know them. Or why should I feel that they don't like me? Or why shouldn't I trust the police? They don't know me. My thing is this. I live my life first to be a, you know, a good person. And that means acceptance of myself and acceptance of everyone else. If you don't like me, Oh, well, that's fine and dandy because there's plenty of people that don't. There's plenty of people that don't like me to this day. And I, I could care less because I don't, I don't live my life for acceptance of other people. I live my life for how I see myself. And once again, I'm not a perfect person, but I try to be as good as, as I can be. And those who know me, those who know us, those people that listen to our podcast that are friends of ours, aren't just one color. Don't just hang around one group of people. Hang around everybody. Right. So this isn't that sort of discussion. This isn't that sort of episode on this podcast because we'll never have that sort of episode. To rewind all the way back to LeBron, we know LeBron doesn't feel that way. We know LeBron makes his money with and makes money for Everybody. Everybody. LeBron doesn't just make money in for, 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 you know, for black people. LeBron makes money for everybody. He owns soccer teams. He, oh my gosh, he owns his own companies. Right. I movie mean, companies. Not, I mean, his wife too. She has her own companies. Right. His children grow up. Right. Play basketball with different colors and different people and stuff like that. Different colors. I'm so sorry, y'all. Different colors. <laughs> Plays basketball with different nationalities and everything like that. And I mean, and so I don't feel LeBron has a problem with anybody. I don't, I don't feel LeBron I mean, has underlying racial insecurities at all. But for those, for those companies, those broadcasters, and those reporters, I will not mention them by name because I dislike that, that station. I dislike that company. Because of how they portray certain certain athletes, certain news, certain things. When they get out there and they pay their people to say what they want to say or say what they pay them to say about certain athletes. And I'm not saying you should champion everything that LeBron does. I'm not saying you should go out there and champion Colin Kaepernick. I'm talking about him in a little bit. I'm not saying you should go out there and champion those guys. I'm not saying everybody agree with Jim Brown. I'm not saying everybody agree with Ali. I'm not saying everybody agree with Abdul Jabbar. Lou Alcindor, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I did that wrong. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But you have to see what they stand up for and kneel for. It has nothing to do with the color, it has nothing to do with the flag. It's what's happening to people. People, periodly. Just because a majority of those people are 
certain color. It could be for anybody. Put yourself in those shoes. Put yourself in that in that, in that situation. Because I say all lives matter because it's not just one color out there that's fighting for equality. We all fighting for it. And like I spoke on Colin Kaepernick, he just had a pretty big breakthrough in his collusion case against the NFL. The collusion case is basically saying that, hey, the reason why I'm not in the NFL isn't because I'm a horrible quarterback, because there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL who still get who still get a check. RG3, I'm not saying RG3 is bad, but they have a very similar skill set because RG3 still has a job. Colin Kaepernick should be given a shot as well. And for John Elway to come out there and say that, oh, well, he had an offer on the table from the Broncos. He just didn't take it. I don't know the dollar amount. They haven't released the dollar amounts. But if that dollar amount wasn't wasn't suitable for Colin, being who he was, you know, that dollar amount could have been, say, a million. And a million for an average person, like, yo, sign me up. But when you look at it, when you look at your average, you know, average salary, hey, that's sort of lowballing. So I believe the prosecutors saw a lot of evidence that can be used against the owners of the NFL, phone records, text messages, emails, and everything like that can be used against them. Hey, it's, this is going to be a pretty big breakthrough in this case against Colin Kaepernick. So. But at this point, knowing all of that, knowing that all of these people, these owners went through just to blackball him for his beliefs and he gets a job, do you think he will be willing to work for them? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't I either. wouldn't want to work with And Eric Reed as well. I have to mention Eric Reed as well. So, and you can put anybody in this situation. Anybody. You can put Brady there. You can put uh, Manning there. You can put Drew Brees there. Anybody. Anybody. It doesn't matter the color. If you stand up for something and you feel that you want your voice to be heard and want your, your cause to feel worthy, Hey, it don't matter the color. That could have been any quarterback. That could have been any player. So, I'm just standing for what's right. I mean, that's true, but I feel like with him being blackballed for something positive, it should be so many other football players. But they're out there saying that you're disgracing the flag. You're disgracing what our country stands for. We got a lot of positive people out there that's disgracing the country. So it's okay to beat your wife, but you disgrace the flag, then it's wrong? That means this inanimate object is more important than this person's life? Right. So we got plenty of players in the NFL, plenty of athletes who've done that. Right. Plenty of athletes who've done worse things than what Colin Kaepernick did. Colin Kaepernick has never had his name in the news for anything other than this. I don't understand it. I mean, people putting their priorities in the wrong things. Like, okay, I understand it's the flag, 
But you got to look at, like you said, why he's kneeling. It's not about the flag. It's not about disgracing America. It's about making a change in the way these people are treated. That's true. Once again, that could be any color, anybody. Right. Because it's not just black people that get harassed and harmed by the police. We all should know that. Yes, it's ballooned into belief that it is, but it's not just us. It's not just us. So, once again, we're here for everybody. And I want to jump on a lighter note and sort of, and sort of, you know, kind of get off of this political political stuff, but I don't like it. But um, we still got to make note of it. I'm about to get real mad in a second, and then I'm going to make y'all laugh in a little bit. What so, you finna get mad about? I'm, I'm going to get mad in a second. Then, once again, I'm going to bring it back, y'all. I promise. I promise I'm going to bring it back. <clears throat> he get too mad. I'm leaving y'all. BT shut down. Why are we shutting down BT? I'm I'm talking. Just be quiet for a second. This is between me and BET Black Entertainment Television. I'll be back, y'all. I'm sitting there watching TV, and I see the back of somebody's head, who they portraying to be somebody who I hold near and dear. To my heart. Uh-uh. I hear fans in the background screaming, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Supposed to be Bobby Brown. I see that person exhale. Then I see that person sniff a line of cocaine. And I see the back of this person's, you know, the, the, the his backside stand up and get ready to go out there. Then the camera fades, then the picture fades, and then they say Bobby Brown, you know, whatever, coming on, whenever it's coming on. Don't do Bobby like that. Don't do, don't do Bobby like that. What? What would you guys say? We talk. Like I said, don't do Bobby like that. I mean, but he he had a big hand in helping with this. I don't care how big Bobby Brown's hand was. Baby. Shut up. He he was a part of the process. So if that's the story that he wants to tell, then who are we to argue with it? If y'all, if y'all can see my face right now. Once again, don't display Bobby Brown like that. But it was Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was a part of it. Don't display Bobby Brown like that. But, but, but. Honestly, that that there was a lot of Bobby. That Show he, Bobby Brown. He did a lot of that. Show him in front of them letters in every little step video. He was probably high. He wasn't high. Freaking genius. Yeah. Say yeah like that again. I mean, you know, I like Bobby Brown no, too. No, it don't sound like it. But it don't I, sound like I it. Also, you are like he did it. He did it. How you know? I also know you ain't even finished reading the book that I bought you three years ago. Bobby got a pass. Three years ago, I bought I bought a Bobby Brown's book. She ain't even read it. I have read most of it, you and that's how I know story. Bobby got a pass. We all got a pass. Okay, so if that's the story that he wants to tell, why you getting mad at it, and why you want to shut down BET? Because they shouldn't show it like that. It was his. He he, he was a part of it. Whatever. 
Whatever. Like you really sitting here with your lips. Because up. the way they had it looking like that's all this man did was sit around and snort cocaine. I mean, then go out there and dance in them pointy ass shoes. I get that because I got mad when I seen the first one where they was doing that. Right. That's not. That's not all he was. That's not all he was. And I mean, everybody keeps saying that he did that to Whitney. No, he didn't. No, Whitney was on drugs before Robbie. I mean, it's saying, like my wife just said, you know, it's, it's documented that Wendy, Whitney was doing that stuff before him. But once again, I'm I'm I'm, I'm only I am be perceived as the bad boy. I'm I am only joking no, because he, yeah, he really upset about you know I love Bobby Brown, but I, I'm joking you know about the whole B shut B T down thing because like a, pardon me because like I said you know I'm up it's late at night and that's thing I know that's thing I know I turn around and I see the back of the actor who's portraying Bobby Brown sitting there snorting coke and Woody, then Woody the Great. And then going to ha ha who? That's Woody the Great. That's who? That's his stage name. I don't know his What real is his name? name? Woody the Great. Ain't no way in hell I'm clapping if somebody say, coming to the stage, Woody the Great. I'm not clapping for nobody named Woody the Great. Okay, he played Bobby yeah. Brown in the new edition movie. He did a good job. Leave him alone. Woody the Great. Somebody named Woody the Great. It's a stage name. I could care less. You got to change it. Why he got to change his name? Because you don't want to say it. Because it's stupid. Anyway, like I said. He's a mess. I just didn't want to see Bobby Brown portrayed like that. Let y'all find out. Let y'all find out it was a shock. Like, oh my God, I ain't know, I ain't know, I ain't know that. I ain't know Bobby Brown knew anything about crack. But. How we not know that? Hold up, hold up. You wanna know how? They should have hit it up with a shock. Because when they was doing their rollout for that whole Ray thing with Jamie Foxx playing Ray, all they showed was Ray Charles um singing George on my mind and hugging itself. I mean, but people knew Ray Charles was on drugs too. I tried to bypass the hugging <laughs> He's so wrong, y'all. I can't deal with him sometimes. <laughs> Yo, but I'm saying that was all they showed was Ray Charles standing there with them shades on, sitting there hugging himself, singing George on my mind, or you know, all the songs he sang, hitting the road, Jack, and all that. You watched the movie, this brother's a full blown addict. Don't feel womanizer. Full blown womanizer, full blown addict. Everybody was like, oh my God, I didn't know that. That's exactly what I want from Bobby Brown. I remember most of Bobby Brown's story was told in the media. If you don't be quiet. Oh, Jesus, this is what I got to deal with. Do not disrespect Bobby Brown. I'm not disrespecting Bobby Brown. I feel. I'm still trying to get you to go see Bobby Brown in a couple of weeks. I feel. You are. I'm not. Quit crying about it. Jesus. It's all you know. Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown. Shut up. So you done with the Bobby Brown rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just joking, my gosh. He wasn't joking, y'all. He gonna cry about it and talk about it some more later on tonight. Shut up. All right, y'all. We um, hold on. Let me get my stuff. We about to do another installment of Don't, Don't take, take a personal. Personal. Hold on. As soon as I find my pictures, my stuff. Um, once again, if you're new to the podcast, this is where she reads uh, various ads from, you know, Facebook or Craigslist. Uh, Facebook or Craigslist. 
thing. I think tonight is going to be Craigslist. Damn, I got Hold on, I thought. I wasn't ready. That was unprofessional. All right. First up, we have someone from Los Angeles who's selling a gently used ex-wife. It's a certified pre-owned wife. Husband clearing inventory to make room for new newer models. Everything must go. Headlights and body style like new. Beautiful exterior. Built tough but comfortable once you get inside. Something this cheap won't be around for long. Freshly waxed. Must see. Oh, sexy girlfriend! You sick. Next up we have someone who wants a woman to come sit in his bathtub full of noodles wearing a bathing suit i will pay you one dollar usd to sit in my bathtub full of noodles while you wear a one-piece bathing suit i will not be home nor will anyone else (laughs) shut up nor will anyone else while you do this I will leave the key for you, and you will let yourself in. You will sit in your own leisure. I will require at least five minutes stay. A neighbor will watch the front door from across the street using an, a supplied stopwatch. We'll time your entry and your departure. Please supply your own footwear. The noodles will be cooked and therefore slippery. Do not bring any sauce. I will season the pasta after I return home prior to dinner. Sit. Y'all need takers. Y'all wanna uh, sit in some noodles, get them all creamy. Once again, once again, it's a lot of, a lot of strange folks. But it could be a joke. It could honestly be a joke, but it can also it can be also be real, very real. So. I know a lot of people, I can't say a lot of people, I know some people who actually respond to those ads just to see if they're what they say they are. So, I hope I don't know a female who's willing to take a dollar for a bath of noodles. Um, y- yo, don't <laughs> take that dollar for the bath of noodles. Please. I mean, maybe if they really, really need a dollar. Don't take the dollar. What they gonna do? No! <laughs> stay away from that bath of noodles, stay please. Away from the noodle man. Stay away from that bath of noodles. Yeah, stay away from that. What about yeah. the gently used ex-wife? Yeah, homeboy, he he probably she, she probably just she probably caught him doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. He was like, I'm gonna fix her and you know <laughs> get on there and sell he her. About and, to sell know, her on so. Craigslist. Yeah, so you know, so but like I said though, you know, I know people who respond to those just, you know, just for laughs and stuff like that. You know, they stay, they go out, they seek the... The weird? Seek the, you know, they just want a little bit of excitement and stuff like that. So. That's beyond excitement. Yeah, that actually is beyond excitement, so, you know. Because how many noodles does it take to fill up a bathtub? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. He must be really hungry when he get home. I don't want to know. Ew. I don't want to know, so. Yes, you do. I'm I'm make you a bad tub full of noodles. Yeah, you are. I believe you. And you gonna sit down. <laughs> but anyway. But uh I'm gonna let y'all go. 
Cause we can keep y'all here all night. No, once we can't, again, cause he gonna go to sleep soon. Once again, thank you for keeping us going for thirty episodes. Yay! Where the hand clap for that? We made thirty episodes. Clapping your hands, you shut up talking. Anyway, like I said, thank you guys for thirty episodes. We love you all. We appreciate you. Support. Even if it's one person out there who's listening to us, we appreciate you. Even if it's two, even if it's twenty, however many it is out there, we appreciate y'all. We really do. Love y'all. Get my husband off my podcast. Good night. Next week.